listening to the Rational Rage Network. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please. It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10. I've been dealing with some things like every human being and really didn't sleep much last night. I'm sorry. That's fine. I just think I need a little me time. I just think I need a little free time. A little break from the shows and the bus rides. Yeah. Last year I had a breakdown. Thoughts telling me I'm lost, getting too loud. Had to see a therapist and I found out something funny's going on up in my house. Yeah, started thinking maybe I should move out. You know, pack my car, take a new route. Clean up my yard, get the noose out. Hang up my heart, let it air out. Air out. I've been searching. What does that mean, Nate? I've been learning. Grabbing my keepsakes, leaving my burdens. Well, I brought a few with me. I'm not perfect. Looking at the view like this concerns me. Picking up the cues, right? I'm quite nervous. Hating when I lose sight. Life gets blurry and things might hurt me. It's probably gonna be a long journey, but. It's worth it though, cold world out there Kids, grab your coat Spend a minute, I know, now I'm back to Rome Looking for the antidote to crack the code Pretty vivid, I admit it, I'm in classic mode The only pity given to me, but I can't condone Talking down to me, I'ma have to crack your nose for cracking jokes I'm looking for the map to hope, you see They're making a whole lot of changes Wrote a song about that, you should play it I get scared when I walk on these stages I look at the crowd and see so many faces Yeah, that's when I start to get anxious That's when my thoughts can be dangerous That's when I put on my makeup and drown self-hatred forget what I'm saying I love the confusion and the chaos and the electricity there's a few of you chanting welcome back a few of you chanting let's go see no you chanting see the sucks but you're all loud and we are all here I am here tonight to explain myself after an unexpected John Cena meme like return last night at money in the bank Roman Reigns was angry, Paul Heyman was confused, Michael Cole was very excited, Pat McAfee still couldn't see me, and everybody had a lot of questions. Who, what, when, where, why? So let's get them all out there. Who brought me back to the WWE? That one's a layup, look around, it was you guys. And it was Roman Reigns. So that brings me to the what. What am I here for? The WWE Universal Championship. When, about five weeks from now, a little event called SummerSlam. Where? Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas. That's a pretty safe place to bet. Why? Here's where it gets interesting. I can stand here excited and tell you about the pageantry of SummerSlam. About being a main event in a packed stadium. 
I could tell you about a history-making, record-breaking 17th championship win. It's not because of any of that. It's because Roman Reigns is an ass. And I believe he needs to be knocked down a peg. This pathetic Roman Reigns experience has gone on long enough. Roman Reigns is an arrogant, self-absorbed, overhyped, overprotected, overexposed gimmick who's not as over as he says he is. And that, that is coming from me. You know, there's a saying, if you're good, you'll tell everybody. If you're good, you will demand that they acknowledge you, if you're good. Now Dallas, you remember that team effort I was talking about when you was making all that noise? What'd that sound like? No, 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 come on, this is your chance to shine. What'd that sound like? I hear this section, I don't so much hear this section. What did that sound like? Hey, Roman, the rest of that saying is if you're great, they tell you. And I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna be at SmackDown on Friday, and I can't wait to see you there. So now I got that off my chest, let's get down to business. Whoa. <laughs> oh, this could what? be very interesting. <laughs> Dude, I, I finally get it. Bro. Bro! 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 Side cradle oh. by Ripley, shoulders down. Pull back. Out before three. Oh, oh. Charlotte Flair, she has 
has to overcome this aggression from Rhea Ripley. When she's at offensive, she's at her best. No one's at their best when they're being beaten up, Jimmy. Go behind by Ripley. Oh. German suplex. Charlotte Flair, oh. more the chess player most of the time. And that's what stands out to me is that Rhea Ripley obviously oh. knows her limitations tonight. Ripley needs to get this done early. And there we yeah. go. Favoring that left leg. Surprise to no one. Oh, and oh. the green again. The bullseye has been identified by Charlotte Flair once again. And in this case, why, if you're Rhea Ripley, I understand your emotions are high. I understand you're frustrated, but why? Oh! That's it. That's what? it. Call it. Ripley's oh. not getting up. Here is your winner as a result of a disqualification, Rhea Ripley. Talk about a champion's advantage. Charlotte Flair hit her in the face with the championship. It's going to cost Flair some money. But Charlotte is still your WWE champion. A Raw Women's Champion, excuse me. However, the title can only exchange hands by pinfall or submission. So still, your Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair! It was intentional, it was effective. Oh, wait, oh. again! Rhea's had enough. Oh. Ripley just could not stomach losing her chance to regain the Raw Women's Championship. The animosity boils over. This match is finished. Oh, wait a second. No. Oh, my what? gosh. Nikki A.S.H. Nikki A.S.H. Catches in. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. We can't even stand! Class body! One, two, three! We have a new champion! Here's your winner! And the new Raw Women's Champion! Almost a superhero! Nikki A.S.H. Holy moly, can you believe it? now just brutalizing Jeff Hardy. If he is intimidated at all by the history of Jeff Hardy, look out! He's not showing it now. I've never seen Karrion Cross show any emotion, anything close to intimidation. No one will accuse Karrion Cross of ever having a lack of focus. Cross does the intimidating. He's never victimized by it. 
I own you! Heard him say it, I own you. It's that sense of yeah. destiny, right, Corey? He believes he's gonna win and dominate every single time. Cross believes he is the personification of Doomsday. Karrion Cross is here to change the game by his own hand. Oh! How about a change of plans, courtesy of Jeff Hardy? That's the experience, the guile of Jeff Hardy! Twist the fate, are you kidding me? Hardy. Is Hardy gonna play spoiler? I think it might happen, Corey! Oh my God, no! Where he's at his best! Oh! Ross out of the way, just in time. And TikTok, the end is near. What's coming now? Oh. oh no! Hardy able to evade, avoid the elbow to the back of his skull. Ross now battering Hardy. This is that physical dominance you talked about. You don't want me in the corner. Oh! Hardy, powerball down. Has him down. Hey! Hey! Yeah. Reigns up and he gets the fall. Are you kidding me? Here's your winner, Jeff Hardy. You know, become one of the greatest of all time with a few tricks up your sleeve. Jeff Hardy indeed just spoiled the Monday Night Raw debut of Karrion Cross. And Karrion Cross cannot believe it. No, I. You're stuck, Corey. Cross, your reaction to losing your Monday Night Raw debut to Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy just made the biggest mistake of his life. Because in the end, everyone will fall and pray. here and had the performance he had against Keith Lee 24 hours removed from a successful championship defense. I said it once, I'll say it a million times. Long may he reign. A giant, last minute, a great athlete, incredibly agile, and he stood almost no chance against that man. What, 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 what the? What? Oh, oh, oh. I don't believe it! It's Goldberg! Goldberg!
beeline for the Almighty. The Almighty has beaten giants. He's beaten athletes. He's beaten champions. He's never beaten a legend like Goldberg. WWE Hall of Famer, one of the baddest men to ever walk the planet Earth. Goldberg is back on Monday Night Raw. Just when Bobby Lashley thought he was done. Lashley just got finished dominating Keith Lee. And look who's behind door number two. Take a new route, clean up my yard, get the noose out, hang up my heart, let it air out. Air out. I've been searching, what does that mean, Nate? I've been learning, grabbing my keepsakes, leaving my burdens. Well, I brought a few with me, I'm not perfect. Looking at the view like this concerns me, picking up the cues right, I'm quite nervous. Hating when I lose sight, life gets blurry and things might hurt me. It's probably gonna be a long journey, but hey, it's worth it though. Cold world out there, kids, grab your coats. Spend a minute, I know, now I'm back to Rome. Looking for the antidote to crack the code. Pretty the only pity given to me, but I can't condone. Talking down to me, I'ma have to crack your nose for cracking jokes. I'm looking for the map, the hope. You see that? They're making a whole lot of changes. Wrote a song about that, you should play it. I get scared when I walk on these stages. I look at the crowd and see so many faces. Yeah, that's when I start to get anxious. That's when my thoughts can be dangerous. That's when I put on my makeup and drown in self-hatred. Forget what I'm saying and... Where the beat go? Oh, ain't that something? Drums came in, you ain't see that coming. Hands on my head, can't tell me nothing. Got a taste of the fame, it'll pump my stomach. Throw it back up like I don't want it. Wipe my face, clean up my vomit. OCD trying to push my buttons. I said, don't touch it. Now y'all done it. I can be critical, never typical. Intricate with every syllable, I'm a criminal. Intimate, but never political, pretty visual. Even if you hate it, I make you feel like you're in it, though. You call me what you want, but never call me forgettable. Leave your deep and I can never swim in the kiddie pool. Wait it, I've been thinking the cinematic is beautiful, man. I don't know if I'm making movies or music videos. Sales can rise, doesn't mean much though when your health declines. See, we've all got something that we trapped inside that we try to suffocate, you know, hoping it dies. Try to hold it underwater, but it always survives. And it comes up out of nowhere like an evil surprise. Then it hovers over you to tell you millions of lies. You don't relate to that? Must not be as crazy as I am. The point I'm making is the mind is a powerful place. And what you feed it can affect you in a powerful way. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, but it's not always safe. Just hang with me. This will only take a moment, okay? Just think about it for a second. If you look at your face, every day when you get up and think you'll never be great, you'll never be great. Not because you're not, but the hate will always find a way to cut you up and murder your faith. I've been developing, take a look at the benefits. Nothing to matter with, I can never be delicate. My irrelevant, that depends on you measure it. Take a measurement to back it up and give me the evidence. Pretty evident, dependable, can never be tentative. I'm a gentleman, depending on if I think you're genuine. Pretty elegant, but not afraid to tell you to get it. Grip proper etiquette, I keep it to myself when I celebrate. Huh? It's that time again, but it grab your balloons and invite your friends. See, bounce back on, yeah, strap them in. Look at me, everybody, I'm smiling big. On a road right now that I can't predict. Tell me, tone that down, but I can't resist. Y'all know that sound. Better raise your fist, the search begins. I'm back, so enjoy the trip. Huh? 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 
to the Rational Rage Network. to the PWC Monday Night Raw Recap Show. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host as per usual. They call him the one dollar king. They call him sexy time. It's my boy Kevin Panetta. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the dollar club. Mr. Panetta sexy time in the house. Jimmy T. Cha-cha-cha-ching, cha-ching. I'd buy that for a dollar. Ooh. <laughs> I love I love those little fucking those little videos you sent me, man, with, the, with that guy and the tits and all that shit. But man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best, bro. But man, what's cracking? How how's things, man? How's it hanging, bro? How's Philly? Uh, great weather in Philly. I gotta get to the beach soon, though. I'm craving some ocean, some sun. I'm working out, running every day. Got a nice tan. I'm ready to nice. beach stuff. Nice, nice, very nice. Yeah, I'm sure you're keeping the the sexy ladies at bay. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Well, going on some dates. Oh, that's good, man. That's good to hear, man. Well, fuck, man. Speaking of dates, it's WWE Monday Night Raw, baby, and uh, we start the show with a bang. It's those famous horns again, bro. It's it's John fucking Jenner. <laughs> and he doesn't suck, apparently. The fans will more. No, I mean, what the hell is going on, man? Wait, you're telling me the actor John Cena wrestles now? Right, or is it his clone? Is it John Cena from China, bro, with the X E N A? The guy from Fast and Furious Nine and Suicide Squad? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we get John Cena coming out because apparently he wants to explain why he interrupted Roman after his victory at Money in the Bank and uh, let's get on to it he he, he, um, he said he turned 11 and came to see him Cena told the fans wait what is that Cena pointed out a fan and said he turned 11 and came to see him Cena told the fans that he missed them and I miss this Cena said he loves the chaos he said some some were chanting for him and against him but they were loud and they were all present Cena said they weren't just loud, they were deafening, loud. Tonight is electric, tonight is Monday Night Raw from Dallas, Texas, he said. Cena said he knew what everyone was thinking. He joked that he would probably wear the the Peacemaker costume to the Suicide Squad premiere. Cena said he showed up at Money in the Bank and ruined the celebration of Roman Reigns. Cena played up the idea of who, why, where and when. Who brought me back, he asked. It was you, it was Roman Reigns. The fans booed the mention of Reigns both times. Cena said that the when is SummerSlam and added that Las Vegas is a safe place to bet. Cena was censored when he looked into the camera and said Roman Reigns is an asshole and I believe he needs to be knocked down a peg. He said this pathetic Roman Reigns experience has gone on long enough. Cena stated that Reigns is an arrogant, self-absorbed, overhyped, overprotected, overexposed gimmick who isn't as over as he says he is, 
And that that is coming from him, as in John Cena. He said, Cena said he would be at SmackDown on Friday. He can't wait to see Reigns there. Cena said now that he got that off his chest, it was time to get down to business. As he says that, we get fucking bro making his entrance. <laughs> While the broadcast team of Jimmy Smith, Corey Graves, and Brian Saxton checked in on commentary, Cena and Riddle said bro back and forth several times, which was so fucking cheesy in a way, Kev. And then said it together before shaking hands and hugging. Cena left the ring while Riddle remained in the ring. The broadcast team hyped a six-man tag match for after the break. What do you think of Cena's promo, man? Well, when he first came out in the beginning of it, up until Reigns, or excuse me, up until Matt Riddle came out. Right. <laughs> bravo, bravo. That's a good fucking pro wrestling promo. Absolutely. Up until when, when, when I heard Riddle's music, though, I'm like, oh, cool. They're going to have like a good segment together, you know, like help put Riddle over. But instead, that part was cheesy. But oh. the whole promo against Reigns, calling Reigns an asshole, uh, <laughs> that was it was awesome. It was genius. I wish they had like a little better reason to fight each other. But it's pro wrestling. It's an amazing wrestling promo, and it worked. Cena's right. on another level for everybody else. That's Absolutely. how it's done, guys. It sounded like he probably didn't write it himself, but it sounded like he did. Put it in his own words if he didn't. Uh, I think he wrote it himself. You think? Yeah. If, well, if he didn't, it sounds like he did. And that's how a wrestling should be. Right, absolutely. No doubt about it, man. I mean, and, and we segue into the to the first match of the evening between Riddle and the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar versus AJ Styles, Omos, and John Morrison with The Miz. The entrance of Miz and Morrison was, was the only entrance televised coming out of the break. Morrison had ring announcer Mike Roman reintroduce him as Johnny Drip Drip, which didn't get a reaction. The Viking Raiders sandwiched Morrison at ringside. Riddle Riddle congratulated his partners in the ring. Styles ran the ropes and then Omos caught him and threw him onto Riddle and the Viking Raiders at ringside. Ivar went for a moonsault, but Morrison avoided it. Morrison then threw a knee to Ivar's head and went for a starship pain, but Ivar rolled out of the way at ringside. Riddle stole Miz's drip stick and sprayed Omos with it and then hid. Omos thought Miz sprayed him and started to go after him, causing Miz to go back to back away in his wheelchair. Morrison comes out to defend Miz. Omos then throws Morrison into the ring, where he was hit with the Viking experience and pinned. Riddle and the Viking Warriors, Eric and Ivar, defeats AJ Styles and Omos and John Morrison in about 12 minutes and 5 seconds. And what do you think, Kev? Was this a bit of a clusterfuck? Or was it I a, did not a like laugh? This. Right, right. I absolutely. did not like this. Uh, Raw felt special to start the show. It's the first time it's felt special in a long, long time. And they just did the same old shit. Technically, it wasn't a rematch. It was a rematch with uh, Riddle thrown in there and Morrison, which I yeah, like both of them. Absolutely. But it's the same, same shit. We've been seeing these guys feud forever. Right. Um, same shit. Different smell. The only good thing about it is I think that, it, well, obviously with the Viking Raiders getting the pin, it's going to be another rematch. But it is in the long term going to set up, in my opinion, RK Bro against AJ Namas for the titles at SummerSlam, probably. You think so? It definitely seems that way. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. And like you said, it was just meh. This match was kind of solid, but eh, it was nothing to really write home about. But we move backstage to a close up shot of your man, <laughs> Jackson Riker. <laughs> Footage aired of his, strip, of his strap match against Elias. Then they cut back to Riker. Wait until you see what I do to Elias tonight, Riker said. <laughs> anyway, Elias was sitting on his stool in the ring and introduced himself. 
Elias played his guitar and then led the fans in the Walk with Elias chant. Jason uh, Jackson Riker interrupted Elias via the big screen and said everyone is sick of Elias introducing himself over and over again. He said fans would never hear the words hello I am Elias again after their match. Riker made his entrance and we move on to Jackson Riker versus Elias in the Symphony of Destruction match. There were musical instruments at ringside. They quickly went to ringside where Riker worked over Elias with a keyboard and covered him for a one count. Elias came back and hit Riker with a, with a cymbal. Riker tossed Elias onto a drum set, which was pretty brutal, bro. Did you see the welts on his back? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, they actually got the crowd into it, surprisingly. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie, I was pretty into it too. But as we keep going, Riker picked up a guitar, went to the apron with it. Riker leapt from the apron into a flying knee from Elias, who covered him for a two count. Elias charged Riker, who moved, causing Elias to crash into a gong. <laughs> Elias broke a guitar over Elias's back. That doesn't make sense. Riker tossed Elias onto a piano and covered him on top of it for a near fall. They fought on top of the piano. Riker shoved Elias to the floor, and then Elias tripped Riker and covered him on the piano for another two count. Elias picked up a cello and got a pop from the crowd before he slammed it over Riker's back twice, which looks stiff, bro. Don't you think? Yeah, like, oh, uh, be before the match started, when I saw these guys, I'm like, get them off my screen. Like, <laughs> yeah. I already, I resent, but I didn't used to hate Riker. I resent him for him being there and then firing much more deserving guys that deserve to be on the roster. Right. And uh, a lot, Elias at least has a chance to get over again, but he's been buried for so oh, long. Oh, he's dead, bro. Like, yeah, and then uh, both, I, think, I, I, I would fire both of these guys probably personally, but yeah. I would give, I'd possibly give uh, Elias a chance. He deserves to, another chance, bro. It's been unfair, yeah, it's but like without fans, it killed him. You know, not having fans around with his character. Well, insane. But, uh, this match, this match did get me into it though. Like I, surprisingly, I actually ended up caring by the time this match went on. Neither <laughs> of these guys are good workers. Oh, but of this course. This is the kind of match they need to have. If well, you want a chance at any of these guys getting over it all. Absolutely. And while Elias covered Riker on the floor for a near fall, Riker returns to the ring and worked over Elias, who was on the apron with a, with a bloody forehead. Riker then suplexed Elias to a pair of tables and scored the pin as Jackson Riker beats Elias in about 12 minutes and 50 seconds in a symphony of destruction match. And like you were saying, I think Elias does deserve another chance. I think he's much better than, than WB fucking give him credit for. I don't know what... It's like he's got some sort of heat in the back, dude. I don't even think so. I think they were waiting for the fans to come back. Oh, I don't think so, him. man. Even before the fans disappeared, he was sort of getting buried too, bro. He also had WrestleMania moments with The Rock and like the Undertaker dong and Cena, so they definitely liked him. Yeah, hey, I don't know. Well, I'm not man. fully convinced, man. Especially now that they got two dudes with guitars. Uh, well, uh, Vince loves the military guys, so he's gonna <laughs> put him with Riker. Yeah, yeah, true. Because he was a military guy, I think too, he's... wasn't he? Uh, I'm not sure, but I know like they they have the same look and stuff. And he's trying. I think he's using Elias to try to get his military boy over. Well, more importantly, what the fuck does WWE see in Jackson Riker, dude? That's what I think it is. Vince is a big like. Uh, like military, like really respects the military and stuff. Yeah, well, he was just another TNA guy back in the day, so it is what it is. 
course, that's the one guy that will push from TNA, not EC3 or <laughs> right. I know, Bobby right? Rude. Go Jackson figure. But you know what, man? In saying that, they both put on a show. I think it was one of the yes. better matchups of the night, to be honest with you. And uh, they really fucking beat the shit out of each other, bro. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, this Raw in general was pretty lackluster with that great start, too. I mean, this match was solid. It won me over. Right. Well, we, we move on to a back segment between Adam Pierce and Sonny Deville. And had the, they were actually sitting there talking to Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. Deville informed him that he and Mansoor would compete as a tag team on Raw next week. Ali said he didn't ask for that. Mansoor then said he did and made his pitch. Ali agreed to team with Mansoor once and said he better not screw it up. Then Sheamus shows up and shooed Mansoor away. Pierce and Deville told Sheamus they were granting Humberto Carrillo an actual championship match after Sheamus attacked him before their last match. Sheamus told them not to be surprised if Mansoor needs a mask of his own once he's finished with him. <laughs> and then Smith, Jimmy Smith, ends up hyping up the Charlotte segment coming up next. What do you think of that little segment backstage? Well, Seamus is doing good work in general right now. He's great on the mic, great in the ring. Uh, I could buy uh, Ali and uh, and Mansoor being a tag team. Yeah. They definitely have potential together. Mansoor is from Saudi Arabia, Arabia, right? What did you say? Mansoor and Ali. Yeah. And yeah, he is. Why does he sound like he's from fucking Jersey? Maybe he grew up in America. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think he did. Apparently he didn't, <laughs> but I'm not even sure. But he sounds like he's from America. I mean, damn. Uh, I'd have to go. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out after the show. Google it. Maybe he grew up here. Maybe he was just born there and moved here young. Uh, maybe he's born with it. That's a lot of Italian friends born in Italy and stuff, and they speak perfect English. No, actually. True. No, no, that's true. That's true. Hey, you got a point there, dude. But we move on to Charlotte Flair making the entrance while footage aired of her win over Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship at Money in the Bank. Flair delivered a boastful promo. The fans chanted for Becky Lynch. Flair said Lynch is home, breastfeeding. <laughs> I like that. While she dominates the entire women's division. She noted that she's the only 11-time women's champion in the history of WWE. Flair said Ripley... Oh, real quick. When, Yo. Uh, when, Charlotte <coughs> said that, um, when Charlotte said that, almost immediately, Becky Lynch uh, tweeted. She wrote oh, really? But still, yeah, she wrote breastfeeding, but still more over than all the women on the roster or something like that. Ah, uh, Becky, Becky, Becky. But still the most over woman on the roster. It was pretty cool. It was like almost immediately if you follow her on Twitter. Well, when you think about it, Kev, she ain't really wrong. Not at all. Right. In a way, too, makes her makes her grow even stronger. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. That's why Jogan should give guys vacations, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree, 100%. But moving on, Flair said Ripley had her opportunity and failed. She said she could beat Ripley any night of the week. Now we get Rhea Ripley's music uh, hitting to a flat reaction somewhat, I, I guess, right? I mean, there was a few Rhea chants, but it just seemed a little off, would you say, Kev? I thought it was good, especially because she's not definitely a face, too. It was a solid, a solid, uh, solid crowd pop. True. Yeah. No, I agree, but it was just, uh, could, uh, I would have expected a little more, but they, a Rhea chant did break out. Flair said Ripley has fans. Ripley said that if Flair thinks she could beat her any night of the week, then she should face her again on this show tonight. Flair said Ripley's knee left her in no condition. Meanwhile, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville walked onto the stage. 
Deville congratulated Flair for becoming the 11-time champion. However, I think you just said you could beat Rhea any night of the week, Deville said. Pierce said that if Ripley is up for the challenge, then Flair should be too. Pierce made the rematch official for later in the show. Flair kicked one of her heels at Ripley and then took a cheap shot at her. And yeah, I mean, decent promo, decent segment. I was kind of hyped for the match, I won't lie. I mean, I was looking forward to it. I was hoping for Rhea to get the belt back, to be honest. That's yeah. what I was looking forward to. Well, but then you're, then I was in mad, too, that they just gave Charlotte another uh, title reign she didn't need, which we which said last week on the show, too, that she gets getting all these titles that are unnecessary. Just right. the rest of the rock. Absolutely, and we'll get to that point. But we move on to the to the next match for the WWE Women's. Oh. Yo. Real quick, real quick there. When she said she's only an 11-time champion, you can say you can tell there's heat on NXT. Uh, last time she won the title, they, they, uh, she counted the NXT championship as a world title reign. So technically she's won less than 11 times? She's 11 now. With NXT, she would have been 13 or 14. Oh, and they didn't count those. No, nah, they didn't count those. Last time she won a title, they counted those. Yeah, WCW belts don't count, bro. Huh? WCW belts don't count, bro. WCW. <laughs> yeah, you get it? Yeah. Eric Bischoff is running that other company, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> we move on to the WWE Women's Tag uh, Tag Team Championship match between Nat- Natalia and Tamina versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax with Reginald in a non-title match. Actually, it wasn't a title match. Sorry, my bad. It was a non-title match. The match was joined in progress. Jax uh, debu- real quick. Yo. Uh, I need your opinion on this. Uh, there's some people on Booker T tweeted that Natalia is the greatest female superstar of all time. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> First of all, real, in ring, no, I know. I saw that too. And uh, look, man, I, I think I understand where he's coming from, but I wouldn't c- consider her the best woman of all time in WWE history. She might be one of the best workers in ring-wise because she's a heart, right? But I still, w- But I still wouldn't put her as, as you know, my favorite. But she's definitely... Up there, when it comes to in-ring work, as far as superstar goes, like the whole package, hell no. I would not pick her the greatest now. I would not pick her the greatest of all time. I would not pick her the greatest of any era. But just like you, I would probably have to, she'd be in the conversation for best. Oh, one hundred percent, absolutely, but man. Be, uh, someone, uh, see Booker T needs some rehab too. It must be on crack to think that he was. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. But I, but I get what he means because she look. Let's be real, man. She definitely has to be in the conversation, bro. I wouldn't even have her in my top ten of all time. Absolutely, no, definitely. She's definitely in the top ten. But yeah, I no, think, I'm not. She's not in mine. I don't think. Right. Well, you and I can both agree that uh, she's not our number one. That's for sure. No. And whatever Booker T is smoking, I want it, man. Yeah, there's more to being a wrestler than just. Good moves. Well, know? that's right. And that's my point. You know what I mean? If you want to look at the whole package, you can't have a number one. It's impossible, man. No, hell no. But in saying that, we move on to the match. Uh, did you notice how Jax debuted a new hairstyle, Kev? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think? <laughs> uh, I think it's a shout out to like her, or to the Wild Simones, I guess it works. 
She looked better with her other haircut, though. Yeah, oh, definitely, man. She's looking like a pig now, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks, if anyone's offended. I wouldn't but... go that far, but uh, that haircut definitely took away any chance if she ever had one of getting a dollar. Anyway. <laughs> 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 anyway. Nia Jax is a pretty face, though, believe it or not. Yeah, no, she's got a pretty face, but she's got... Man, she's grown, bro. Mm-hmm. Is it just me or is she getting fatter, bro? Well, that works for her gimmick, getting larger, you know? Hey, man, large and in charge, bro. But in saying that, speaking of large, we get Tamina, who goes up at one point and was distracted by Reginald, basically kicked Tamina, Natalia pulled Reginald off the apron, basically kicked Natalia, then turned into a super kick by Tamina, who covered her for the pin. And that's over, pretty much. Uh, we get WWE Women's Tag Champions Natalia Tamina beat Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax in three and a half minutes, which is weird. Pretty quick, don't you think? Yeah, uh, I don't care about Natalia though. Get the title off, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I Tell me about it. I liked uh, Shayna, and I do like Shayna, and and uh, most people don't. I like Shayna and Nia together. They're destroyers of book. Yeah, correctly. yeah, no, for sure, man. Nothing wrong with that yeah. pairing. But anyway, after the match, Baszler tried to plead her case about Reginald to Jax and said they were once unstoppable. Jax hugged, hugged Reginald and then dropped him with a headbutt. Jax and Baszler headed to the back while Reginald remained in the ring. Some fans chanted that Reginald sucks. And then suddenly we get Akira Tozawa running out with some of the usual suspects in hot pursuits like Lince Dorado, Drew Gulak and R-Truth all tripped on their way to the ring. Tozawa entered the ring and tried to clothesline Reginald, who avoided it. Reginald then performed a spinning cross-body block, then performed a flip into a senton splash, which looked fucking impressive, I'm not going to lie, and scored the pin to win the WWE 24-7 championship. Dude, what'd you think of that? I thought it was funny how the crowd was saying Reggie sucks. And right. Then, like when uh, the 24-7 belts there. They all pop. I know. Fucking yeah. fickle. Fickle, 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 like Daniel Bryan would say. Yeah, then also, like, WWE wants to differentiate themselves from AEW. They don't want to do flip and flips. And then they oh. give a title to a guy that only does flips. They can't even throw a punch. Yeah, funny. right. But you know what? His fucking <laughs> flips are impressive, bro. So what? It's not the gymnastics title. I know. Well, that's right. It, 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 it comes across as fucking gymnastics, definitely, man. Our truth would kick the shit out of him in real life. Drew Drew Gulak would kick the shit out of oh, him. Oh fuck yeah! Lindsay Dorado would kick the shit out of him in real life. <laughs> Lindsay Dorado. The guy should be in NXT learning to wrestle. Jeez, oh, man. No, you're right, dude. But hey, man. I mean, he, he looks impressive on TV. I'll give him that, bro. He does he does? He has the uh, without saying much. He does have some natural charisma. He does, I'll man. He that. does. He absolutely does. Right. We'll see where, where this goes. Hopefully, uh, our boy Killer Cross. Beats him for the championship. <laughs> in saying that, we'll get to that point, but in saying that, Sheamus made his entrance for his US title match and and then uh, an ad came comes on for NXT questioning whether anyone could take out NXT champion Carry On Cross. Boy, was that an understatement. But anyway, we move on. Reginald should have figured out that, that he was in trouble when he when he when Jack showed up, but you know. He didn't figure it out, apparently, but it is what it is. But anyway, let's move on to the U.S. Championship match between Sheamus and Humberto Carrillo in a championship contenders match. Sheamus wore his face shield, and they recapped how Carrillo broke his nose. Damien Priest was shown watching the match on a backstage monitor. Sheamus caught Carrillo with a shot when he was diving through the ropes. 
Sheamus powerbomb Carrillo. Coming out of the break, the match was listed as a championship contenders match late in the match. Carrillo performed a missile dropkick and covered Sheamus for a near fall. Carrillo then punched Sheamus' mask and then sold the hand pain. Sheamus then headbutted Carrillo with a mask and then hit him with a broke kick and scored the pin. One, two, three. It's over. Sheamus beats Humberto Carrillo in about 10 minutes. And uh, where do we go from here now, bro? Uh, well, his, Damian Priest is going to get that title probably at SummerSlam. Uh, but there's no hype, dude, for him. I just feel like there's just nothing Not, there. They got a month to build it. Eh, I don't know, bro. They should be building him. He just comes across like a cuck, bro. Well, it's because he was in NXT, so like they don't <laughs> like him. Well, then he's not winning that United States Heavyweight Championship, bro. Surely. <laughs> if that's the case, if that's how we're going to be looking at shit, I mean, you're probably right. He will win it. I mean, shit, he, he will win it. Yeah, he but was it, lucky he wasn't in NXT long. You know, they brought him up before he was right. considered an NXT guy, I think, in Vince's eyes. <laughs> I still don't see fucking them really doing fuck all with him, bro. I mean, he doesn't even look that strong right now, man. He's tall. <laughs> he's tall. <laughs> Vince loves big strategy. guys. Cool. I like him. He'll be, he'll be fine. Uh, if, uh, if he lost, he, uh, if he beats Sheamus in like a strong, like a, a rough, strong style match, he, it'll help him. Uh, let's hope so, Kev, because even if he does win the United States Championship, I still don't see them fucking doing anything with him in the future anyway, bro. Do you think, um, I'd like to see, is there any, like, like, uh, Hispanic or Puerto Rican writers on the writing staff? That might be the problem, too. As far the guys as, aren't allowed to, well, as the far guys as aren't I know, right, yeah, well, I don't think there are, dude. I mean, there should be one Hispanic writer, you'd think, right? That's got to be. Yeah. Whether he's Thanks, Mexican or Puerto Rican, that I can't, I can't answer. Well, they need to get some or let these guys just give him bullet points and let him talk for themselves. Because he doesn't have a character right now. Right. But, you know, but Vince knows all about the culture of Puerto Rico and uh, Mexico, bro. <laughs> so you don't need oh, no right. Puerto Rican. Come on, dude. You know, Vince knows it all, bro. <laughs> you know how it is. Hire uh, Carlos Colon or, or Carlitos, bro. <laughs> the right. The yeah, yeah. Get, get, get Carlos Colon for sure. No doubt about it. And I'm only joking, by the way, just quietly. But anyway, we move on to WWE champion Bobby Lashley, MVP, making the entrance for the open challenge Challenge, coming out of the break. Lashley said he did all the talking he needed to do at Money in the Bank when he destroyed Kofi Kingston. MVP took the mic and told the crowd how lucky they were to bear witness to the almighty WWE champion. MVP then fires up the crowd by asking if it was the home of the Cowboys. He said he understood why they reacted the way they did since it's been decades since they've been a winner. MVP then conceded that Kofi Kingston was right in saying that Lashley had lost his edge. Excuse me. MVP then apologized and said that Kingston didn't realize that he lit an inferno in the heart of the champion. MVP said no one will take the championship from Lashley. MVP then goes on to say no more women, no more fun and games, no more bullshit. And then Lashley took the mic and asked who would accept his open challenge. And then surprise, surprise, Kev, Keith Lee's not-so-famous entrance music plays. And we get the big boy himself coming back suddenly out of the blue to a solid initial reaction. The broadcast team noted that Lee was in his home state as he entered the ring. 
A graphic listed the match as another championship contenders match. Just a second after Smith said Lee appeared to accept Lashley's open challenge for a shot at the WWE Championship. What was it, Kev? A WWE Championship or a contenders match? <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> yeah, neither do we, neither do they. I mean, who gives a fuck, right? But in saying yeah, that, well, what do you think well, of Keith Lee? Even, before Keith Lee even came out, I, I said to myself, whoever comes out is going to lose it within five minutes, so it doesn't matter who's coming out. Jeez. But I was glad to see Keith Lee. Do you notice it doesn't say Limitless on his shirt now? It says Legion on the back. He probably didn't right. change that. Maybe it's something to do with the copyright issues or something. Who fucking and, uh, knows, bro? But I feel like he just seems so f- deflated. He did. He looked a little like not not excited. He looked like he gained weight actually too. He looked <laughs> a little gassed. Oh, Just man. looked a little, a little out of shape. Can you picture Vince? Ah, oh, who the fuck is this fat shit? <laughs> like, in three years when he's in, a- in three years when he's in AEW, he'll change his mind. Oh man. Well, how long is he contracted for? Does anyone know? I don't know. We'd have to look it up. But that's another guy that's going to be AEW eventually. Oh boy! He's, oh, well. if, if he really was fighting for the uh, the rumors were that he he was on the the bench that long because it was right. copyright issues with his name. I don't. Do you believe you that guys, shit? I kind of do, because he he definitely put in a copyright for his own name. If you sign with WWE, excuse me, you know that they copyright your name. You know that don't right. Absolutely, no, so you're right. Idiotic of him to think you're they're going to treat you fairly if you do that. Well, man, I, I I don't know where they go from here with Keith Lee. I just think he's done. They've just killed him. There's no momentum. There's nothing. He's bland. He doesn't even look confident. He looks scared. He looks like a deer in the headlights, bro. Does look like a walking on eggshells, like you said. Absolutely. He uh, doesn't have a character. <laughs> yeah. On the bench for no reason. Yeah, well. Home. Right, I guess uh, Vince doesn't, doesn't bask in his glory. Work. He doesn't know how they want him to work now because they had him go to that, that school. To, to, to <laughs> the performance center. Work. Oh, boy. Poor Keithy. Jesus yeah. Christ, Keith Lee, man. I don't know what to say to you, man. I know you've been pleading with the fans on Twitter, but, bro, you got to get to the fucking old man and tell him straight. Bask in your glory, bro, because you've lost all your fucking glory and Vince ain't basking in yours, bro. Damn. Yeah, we're big fans of you, man. Get your mojo back, whatever it is, whether it's them or yeah, you. Yeah, and we're not talking about... Out, and we're not... Right, exactly. And we're not talking about Mojo Rolly. We're talking about your mojo, son. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yep. fucking hell. Anyway, we move on to... Uh, you know, Lashley pretty much... F- I mean, Lashley just absolutely destroys him in five and a half minutes. Goodbye, Keith. You're done. Oh, Lashley and uh, MVP's interview was awesome, by the way. And uh, oh, me being yeah. an Eagles fan, I loved him talking crap on the Cowboys. Oh, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. But we get even more of a disappointment or excitement, depending how you look at it, Kev. But we hear the fucking famous fucking theme of Goldberg. <laughs> surprise, surprise, or surprise not. What do you think, Kev? Um, it's good if Lashley beats him quickly. And I guess it was cool for the crowd to get that pop. Goldberg's song's awesome, but I don't want to see him there. Hopefully it's just a one-off. We don't see him again. Hopefully he just comes out and loses it uh, SummerSlam to Lashley really quick. 
Well, anyway, as, as fucking Goldberg's music played and interrupted suddenly by Lashley's celebration, Goldberg came out to a strong reaction and joined Lashley in the ring. Goldberg approached Lashley, laughed, and yelled, I'm next! MVP held back Lashley. The broadcast team hyped the Raw Women's Championship for later in the show. So, we got a huge reaction for Goldberg. Apparently, people claim that no one gives a shit about Goldberg, but I dare say... Looking around the IWC, people do care about Goldberg, dude. Maybe not the type of fans like you and I, Kev. But a lot of the casuals no, absolutely He's over. Like, at SummerSlam, if I like called my brother up and he's like, I don't watch wrestling, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm like, Goldberg fighting. He's like, oh, cool. Maybe I'll check that out. I'm like, Cena's really? there. Yeah, they, they, they consider coming up and seeing in, in uh, Goldberg over there. Oh, interesting, interesting. Well, he does bring fucking a certain uh, demographic back, man. No doubt about it. Whether people yeah, like to admit it or not. Quickly, right. And hell, man, I was a fan of his too back in the day. Not really. I was NWA for life. But, you know, he is what he is. If he didn't botch moves, like, people wouldn't be as upset too. If right. you can't lift the guy up in the jackhammer, don't even attempt it, you know? We well, couldn't yeah. get Bray Wyatt up. They just call an audible... You know, oh. or, or Luke match. <laughs> I will remember that Undertaker versus Goldberg match in Saudi Arabia. Oh, that was one that was them. brutal, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was atrocious. Absolutely. Anyway, He's we not got to get Lashley up unless Lashley jumps. Oh up. hell no! Shit no! Oh man, just the thought of that. I hope Lashley absolutely spears him the hell straight away. Yeah, hopefully, like Goldberg spears Lashley twice, like. But as soon as the bell rings, because he was talking to MVP or something, Lashley kicks out. Then Lashley just kicks the fuck out of him. <laughs> Sends him <laughs> yeah. back to Atlanta. I ho- yeah, exactly. Send him straight back to Atlanta. But I hope so, dude. We'll see. But it wouldn't surprise me if Goldberg fucking wins even. But I doubt it. WWE would be silly to do that. But anyway. Yeah, if you did have him, like, a, like hopefully, like, uh, like I said, I want Big E to challenge Lashley to get revenge for uh, Kofi. Right. If Goldberg beats Lashley, like, what's the point of that revenge? It kills that whole storyline. True, unless they use that for Big E to actually cash in on Goldberg. All right. And then I would move... rather Goldberg feud with Big E now. Right, that's what I'm saying. So then, And then after that, once Big E eliminates Goldberg, we move into a program between Big E and Lashley. I guess that's how you can go to Lashley when you think about it, which makes total sense too. But wouldn't it make Biggie a lot stronger if he beat Lashley while he was at his strongest? Well, wouldn't it make him look even better if he beat both Goldberg and Lashley? Not after Lashley already lost to Goldberg. Right. Oh yeah, then it destroys him if if he loses to Biggie yeah. right after that, right? Oh yeah, that's it's yeah, you're right. It's tough. Unless he, he gets screwed. Or Biggie doesn't even how, win the big one at all, dude. How about this? During that match, Biggie cashes in and pins one of them. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Oh, like to say like a triple threat or during that? Okay, yeah. That was, no, that I don't. Why, I, if it's a triple threat, it's pretty dumb when you think about it. Yeah, why would you do that? Right. Just cash in during the match or at the end of the match. You'd look so silly. So I don't know if it'll be a triple threat, but cash in right at the end, definitely. But anyway, we move backstage to Kevin Patrick asking Lashley if he had a comment regarding Goldberg's apparent challenge. MVP said that Goldberg disrespected Lashley and they won't even dignify it with a response. We then move on to Jinder Mahal standing there in the ring with Via and Shanky. Mahal told the crowd that it's his birthday. Even better, he said Drew McIntyre is not Mr. Money in the Bank, Mahal claimed. 
that McIntyre took opportunities away from him, so he took one away from McIntyre. Mahal then pointed out to the big screen for highlights of their recent television segment. Mahal then said he can buy 10 motorcycles, but McIntyre will never get another championship opportunity as long as Lashley is champion. Shanky then sung happy birthday to Mahal until McIntyre entered the ring and hit Mahal with a chair from behind. McIntyre cleared Via from the ring with chair shots. Shanky then tried to talk McIntyre down. McIntyre destroyed him with the chair that was mangled once he finished. McIntyre went to ringside and grabbed another chair then slammed it over Shanky's back about 20 times. I actually felt bad for Shanky here, Kev. What'd you think? Yeah, Shanky's your favorite, right? Oh yeah, he's fucking his Shanky. <laughs> but yeah man um, he should get a grammy for uh that great voice he has too oh god oh man the best I even... happy birthday i ever heard you know you brought up an interesting thing before kev you said about you know you keep jackson Riker and fire buddy murphy and alistair black right well why the fuck have they got a shanky and a via and then they fire the likes of buddy murphy and Alistair well, Black. Shaq, Shanky and Veer are young, so you don't know what you have yet. Ah, oh, man, I know what I have. Please. They're putting him with Jinder right now, so Jinder can try to get them a personality and try to get the best out of them. Why? Because so they're all Indian? Uh, well, fits well that's why. Like, yeah, lowest common denominator uh, writing right there. Which, <laughs> I, I, that's smart, too. It's smart because it's wrestling. Right, yeah. Um, if you can't, if you don't take time to write like deep characters, then you have to play it that way. Like the two blonde guys put together, put like the oh, big guy and small guy. Yeah, if like you're not going to write good stories, then that's the easiest way to tell a story. God damn it, WWE man. Anyway, like I said, I felt bad for Shanky. This segment it is what it was, but we move on to our our boy TikTok twenty four seven carry on cross. Where a vignette aired, and then he was shown standing on the stage without Scarlett. Cross wore the NXT Championship belt and walked slowly to the ring. Graves said the time has arrived for the WWE Universe to fall and pray. Cross then enters the ring, and a graphic listed him as facing Jeff Hardy after the break. The broadcast team hyped the Raw Women's Championship match. Jeff Hardy made his entrance wearing face paint and came out to his old entrance theme, which was surprising, Kev. Then Graves said he seemed to have a spring in his step. And what's old is new again. What do you think about Jeff Hardy coming back, going back to his uh, old theme? I love that. I was waiting for that to happen too. I knew that fans would come back. He was going to have that theme back. Absolutely. It felt like 2008 all over again, bro. Yeah. It's a schism as <laughs> individuality too. You don't want to think about Matt Hardy now, you know, in the WWE. <coughs> Excuse me. Right. We'll move on to the, to the next match between... NXT champion Karrion Cross versus Jeff Hardy in a non-title match. Cross was on the offensive until Hardy dodged him, charging in the corner. Hardy put Cross down with a twist of fate. Hardy went for a swanton, but Cross rolled out of the way. Cross set up for an elbow shot, but Hardy avoided it. Cross stood over Hardy in the corner, but Hardy powerbombed him and put his feet on the ropes for leverage while pinning Cross for the one, two, three. Get the shovel out, Kev. 24-7, he's on his way, TikTok. Wow. What a way to not make a guy feel special. That should be very, very special. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't care what anybody says, Kev. Sure. Vince is like, 
take the entrance away, take the hot girl away, <laughs> take anything that makes this good. I mean, it, it makes this guy special, Jeez. special. And I don't want to laugh at him, man, because he's good friends with a fellow network, uh, you know, partner in fucking uh, Kevin Castle. But, uh, and they're legitly, you know, good friends in real life, right? Yeah. But, I mean, and, he still is special, but Vince is trying to take away the specialness, you know? And I don't understand, man. How can he not see what he has in front of him, dude? I was hoping they would have brought him up when Bray Wyatt was champ. That would have been an awesome feud for the TikTok and, you know, feuding with him, like the whole mind games and stuff. It would have been Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely, right. But he but... comes up just to lose. I, I know Jeff Hardy's a world champion, but you literally, you just lost to Veer two weeks ago on main event, you know? Maybe if Jeff Hardy was strong right now. Well, well, didn't you hear the song? <laughs> you, you hear the lyrics of the song, of Jeff Hardy's song? Some see the writing on the wall. That's what happened with Kevin Cross, bro. Even if Cross wins against Jeff Hardy and kills him next week, it just made the NXT world title look Absol like shit. Peace week, bro. Absolutely. And you know what? And get this, bro. Jeff Hardy defeated Kevin Cross in a minute and 40 seconds. TikTok. And Cross hasn't lost on WWE television yet. <laughs> well, he has now, my man, and he lost badly. And and and, really? and get this, man. A lot of fans on online, you know, arguing this. You know, you've got fans saying that that he got buried, but then you have the opposite saying, "Don't get it twisted. He's absolutely going to destroy Jeff Hardy next week." And yeah, he probably will, right? But it doesn't yeah, matter. He's a great wrestler, talent rises to the crop. He'll recover. But yes, he was buried. Right, he's that's very, it. Bad writing, but there's he no won't recover because he's that good. Absolutely, and there's no sugar coating it, so I don't care what you people think. The fact is the fact. He got buried. His first ever match on fucking on on the main roster. He absolutely got look like he was to look like a fool. Where was his girl? I'm telling you, she's gonna become the next Sable, bro. No. That's what Vince sees. He sees Sable in her, bro. I'm telling you now. You're going to get the fucking cat at the start of your theme. Wow. Going with the whip. Uh, well, you don't think she's going to wrestle? Or you think she's just going to be a valet? She's going to be Sable, bro. Uh, she's Literally. more talented than Sable, and she <laughs> likes the sport, too. That's all you're going to hear, bro. <laughs> I'm telling nah, you, man. Scarlet's, Scarlet's great. She's got a good character. She's going to be. She'll, she'll overcome this, too. Yeah, well, if uh, if they want to, they could always go back to her like smoke show gimmick too from TNA. That was awesome, right? But she, uh, she'll get over doing anything. She's that pretty, you know, that talented, that charismatic. Right, but apparently Kevin Cross, Killer Cross, Carry On Cross, whatever you want to call him. I'm, I'm telling you now, man. TikTok twenty four seven, bro. It's a, it's gonna be on a t shirt. I'm <laughs> telling you now, it's coming to a raw near you. I'm telling you, I'm not that far off it, Kev. I smell it. I feel it. The time is ticking. Uh, I hope Tick you're wrong. They better not give him the EC3 treatment. <laughs> Tick tock, my friend. Tick tock. All right. That's all I'm going to say. I'm I'm afraid to be a fan of like LA Knight right now. Same <laughs> time I like like a... Yeah, I'm afraid to. I like like... like mm. Robert Rude was my favorite. EC3 was my favorite. Um, any guy that I like, they just job out or <laughs> just make them Jeez, weak. Jeez, man, peace week, bro. But uh, I can't believe they did this to him. But anyway, after the match, Kevin Patrick enters enters the ring, 
and asked for Cross's reaction to losing his Raw debut match to Hardy. Cross said Hardy just made the biggest mistake of his life. Cross said in the end, everyone will fall and pray, including himself. I just added that part. Because he better fall well, Jimmy, and pray. You know what? And what, what's that? What's Jimmy, that? We, we all like we all like we all like Jeff Hardy too. I don't right, want to see do. Jeff Hardy get killed next week. You know? <laughs> Neither so do I. This sucks. It's a yeah, shitty, terrible feud. I agree, man. Especially to start and off. Jeff here. Hardy's the face and he cheats to win. Like it's stupid. Right. It's terrible writing. It's very Bizarre. It's terrible. Bizarre land. Yeah. It's true, dude. Jeff Hardy it's should true. have been job- if they didn't job Jeff Hardy out for the last six months too, we might not have been mad about this. I I agree. I agree, man. I mean it's <laughs> what can you say? But yeah, yeah it's crazy. I know, I know. And in turn, fucking Cross lost to him, to Jeff. Yep. You might as well say fucking Via beat fucking TikTok 24-7, bro. I'm telling oh, you, dude, that's, he's no. not going to be known as Carry On Cross anymore. It's just TikTok 24-7, bro. I hope, I hope not, my friend. <laughs> and Carry On, if you hear this, man, we're fucking huge fan of yours, man. Which is absolutely disgusted at the way you were booked bro and we're just calling it how we see it man i think he he i know i know he's confident too that's what he's not upset about he's gonna he's gonna overcome it but it was still disappointing for his fans he's the fans of NXT in general i'm not gonna like him he didn't look so confident after that match bro he almost looked like a deer in the headlights too after the match then uh Real quick, just speaking on the NXT topic too. Like even Finn Balor, he's feuding with Sami Zayn. Like that's not a main event thing. Hey man, you know why they did that, bro? Make no mistake about it, Kevin. This is all a direct. The the direct reason was because of AEW and their debuts, bro. The last couple of weeks. Let's be honest, bro. That's what this shit is. Well, it's it, it coincides with fans coming back. They would have had somebody come back either way. Right, but, yeah. but you know, after AEW done a. Few- to. Yeah. They wouldn't have needed to have Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway, it is what it is. TikTok 24-7, here we come. I'm, I can't believe I'm saying it, but it is what it is. We move on to Alexa Bliss, who was sitting backstage on her swing set like a child. She said she was sore. I wonder why. But it was okay because she had a special guest. And then Bliss introduces Lily who was on the swing next to her. Bliss said Lily promised to be on her best behavior this time. We move on as Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Uh, real quick. Yo. Uh, for all the virgins out there, there's uh, <laughs> Lily on sale for $40 on WWEshop.com. For all the virgins out there. You can have your old girlfriend Lily in the crowd with you at $40. $39.99 on WWEshop.com. <laughs> you, heard, you, heard, you heard the man virgins. All right, <laughs> go and get your fucking Lily doll for how much, Kevin? Thirty nine ninety nine. There you go. And it's on a blow up doll, all right, folks. Do not, <laughs> I repeat, do not even attempt to sodomize it. <laughs> anyway, so, but one more time for all the virgins out there, Kev. Tell them one more time where you can find that Lily doll. On Thirty nine ninety nine. Lily <laughs> doll. Before they sell out, for all the virgins buying. <laughs> I bet you we see more grown adults holding that up than little girls. I bet you. Uh, that's what's disturbing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers out there. If any of you male motherfuckers actually think about buying that shit, go and sign up for fucking uh, 
as a sexual predator to the police station or some <laughs> shit, man, because that shit is... Chris Hansen, uh, to your house, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one more time for the virgins $39.99 at www.shopzone.com that's oh that was shop zones the old way wbshop.com that's right kev anyway wb pay us <laughs> we, we we move on to eve drop and do drop i mean did i just say eve drop i mean eva marie yeah. and do drop showing up on the playground set marie said bliss was ignoring the face of wb to talk to a creepy little doll yeah, ask, ask the virgins that same question. But anyway, <laughs> Bliss said hi to Dewdrop, then said it's a bad idea to say bad things about Lily. Eva then asked if she should throw her in the trash where she belongs. Bliss said she hopes Eva doesn't, doesn't for her sake. Then Bliss called for, for putting Dewdrop on timeout to see if Eva could get by without her help. Eva then decides to leave and tripped. When she tried to walk away, Bliss laughed after Eva and Dewdrop were out of the picture. The broadcast team hyped the main event, and that was a weird segment, bro. It was a weird segment, but you know what? What's and, that? Uh, Ava Marie and her her Pepe Le Pew little hat oh, and shit. her little sexy outfit. Right. Guess what she won this week? Oh, <laughs> tell him, kid. Ava Marie gets a dollar from the Dollar King. Dollar King, Ava Marie. If you didn't look hot, it doesn't matter if you act bad when you're that hot. Oh man, true. She's just hotness, bro. I mean, is she is she firing away on top? Uh she's. Uh, I think she's either tied for first or up by one right now. And it's gonna. She's gonna be running away with it now that Mandy Rose uh, left shows. I know, right? Jesus Christ, Mandy Rose is so gonna stick down the fucking pole, bro. They found their real yeah. Mandy Rose in Eva Marie. Uh, I guess while I said the dollars there, I'll tell like the weekly dollar winners right now. So Ava Marie won uh, for this show. Right. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank was Alexa Bliss. I haven't watched Impact. Impact was surprisingly Deron- Diana Parazzo. Hey. Uh, last week's Dynamite was Penelope Ford. Uh, SmackDown was Carmella. And this week's NXT was Mackenzie Mitchell. Oh, and this <laughs> week's Mackenzie Dynamite Mitchell. was... Yeah, the announcer. She's really hot. Underrated hottie. And then uh, the bunny <laughs> one on uh, Dynamite this week. Save it for the skirmish, Kev, on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. But he's saying that. What's the what's the ladder at right now, dude? What's the Who's the top five? Uh, I'll bring it up. Let me bring up my list right now. Please Dollar. be my guest. All right. So we have... Ooh, Carmella's got $8. Ooh. Liv Morgan has 6 Scarlet has six. Um, there's Mandy. Mandy has eight. Ava Marie has eight. Ooh. So Carmella, Ava Marie, and, and uh, Mandy are all tied with eight. And then we have Liv Morgan and Scarlet at six. So we got one. This, this shit's going down to the wire, bro. Yeah. Caleb Braxton's in there at five. Mandy <laughs> at four. Um, let's see. Oh, Britt Baker is eight. For, sorry, AEW. Ooh. Man, I'm She's telling you, this one, this one's going to go down to the wire. And I don't think even Marie is going to win it as easily as I thought. Nah, I guess not. But she, is, she, she not, does have momentum. Tony Storm's, Tony Storm's getting brought up this week, too. So she'll oh, yes. On SmackDown. Yeah. 
Hey, so she'll be uh, $50 away from Carmella. I'll Carmella. buy that for a dollar right now, Kev. I'll say it right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, Tony Cakes? Tony Cakes, bro. It's Tony Cakes all the time, bro. Yep. They're changing her gimmicks. It's going to be a face. They should just call her Tony Cakes. <laughs> and she throws out pancakes. Hint, hint. Doesn't that sure. sound familiar? But anyway, <laughs> we'll get to that. Hopefully, she's not throwing out pancakes. But uh, anyway, we not get... No, not with New Day. No, no doubt about it. But we move on to AJ Styles and Omos versus the Viking Raiders for the Raw Tag Titles. And that was announced for next Monday's Raw. Ring introductions for the main event took place. Rome delivered in-ring introductions for the title match. An ad-ed for Kevin Nash on Stone Cold Sessions. Another NXT ad-ed. This time we focus on Cross taking out Samoa Joe. Big whoop. Anyway... <laughs> We move on to the main Samoa, event. Samoa Joe takes that title, right? For what? Yeah, the next pay-per-view. Or, uh, they're fighting for the title coming up. Samoa Joe and uh, Cross. They are? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they, they set it up on uh, NXT this week. I haven't watched it yet. But you know what? I think we... we are you down for a, for a conflict this week, Kev? Uh, sure. All right. I think we, we, we're going to do a conflict. NXT conflict as well. But anyway... So we'll touch on that there, but I'm shocked, man. I'm actually happy. I'm, I actually want some old Joe to win the title. Fuck yeah, it. I think he will, and then Cross just stays on the main roster. Oh, well, TikTok 24-7, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> so we move on to the main event between Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. The broadcast team played out Ripley's knee injury from their match at Money in the Bank. Flair knocked Ripley off the apron early in their match. Flair went to ringside and chopped blocked the back of Ripley's knee. Ripley then crawled under the ropes and sold knee pain while the referee held back Flair. Smith said Ripley was cleared to continue the match during the break. Flair went for a moonsault, but Ripley put her knees up. Ripley then sold her knee pain again, then got up and put Flair in a figure four. Flair rolled it over, forcing Ripley to grab the ropes and break it. A short time later, Ripley performed her riptide finisher for a near fall. Flair then rolled to ringside, grabbed her title, tried to leave. Ripley ran after Flair, who hit her with a title bout for the DQ. Rhea Ripley defeats Charlotte by DQ in about 12 and a half minutes in a Raw Women's Championship match. But then there's more though, because as Flair is holding up her title after she was announced as still being champion, Ripley attacks Flair and performed her riptide finish at ringside before rolling her back inside the ring. And then we hit, we hear music hitting, and who is it? It's Nikki Ash, almost superhero, running out with the Money in the Bank briefcase and hands it to the referee. And then we get Charlotte Flair versus Nikki Ash for the Raw Women's Championship. Ash went up top, performed the cross body block, and scored the pin in under ten seconds to win the Raw Women's Championship. What the fuck happened? Like I said, uh, I think that Charlotte's being punished for giving that finger at the pay-per-view. I think that's why she lost the title tonight. I think Maybe. they jumped the gun. They were mad at her. Whatever it was. Uh, just my, I think they would have had – it would have made more sense for Nikki to, to do it the night before if uh, they weren't mad at Charlotte. Right, absolutely. And, uh, I also – if you're almost a superhero, should you beat up a woman that's beaten up and almost dead? <laughs> right. Just be a good guy. Yeah, you're right, true. But you know what, man? I think Nikki Ash's win is going to be very short-lived anyway, bro. Oh, well, depends on the crowd, to be honest. 
Depends on the crowd. If you got a huge pop winning it, but I guess anybody probably would when you cash in because you're, you're absolutely you think you're going to it all depends. Her pop at Money in the Bank wasn't that big pre-match when she won. It was kind of big, so we'll see. It all depends on the crowd. Yeah, in saying that, this was a typical Raw in many ways. When when I say that. She just felt like rushed and they didn't know how to fill up a three-hour Raw as per usual, even with the fans back. Look, but don't get me wrong, it was a lot better than usual, though. I wouldn't say a lot better, just had a couple big moments, to be honest. Well, when I say that, I mean, I'd rather this shit any day over the fucking Thunderdome, put it that way. It was barely better to me, to be honest. Really? That bad to you? started Started off, yeah, it started off awesome. With Cena, then the next segment, they made it not special. <laughs> SmackDown was booked well, but this show did not feel special at all. I had a lot of stuff happen. Oh, it did, no. majority of it was same old shit, same old shit. Well, when you think about it, it was all over the place because you had John Cena coming in to set up shit for SmackDown, right? I know they just yeah. wanted him there just to get the cheap, I mean, the, you know... The fucking the the ratings bump that Cena would give, and he did give a ratings bump, no doubt about it. I think they they hit over two million this week. Am I wrong, Kev? Or yeah, two point one nine or something. Yeah, which was a huge jump from the week before, right? Oh yeah. So I mean, there you go. Cena popped the rating. Lashley, I guess, popped the rating. I don't know what well, the money in the SmackDown rating. I didn't get. I didn't see the Raw rating yet. That was like a two point five or two point eight, something like that. It was pretty good. And when I say good, by today's standards, good. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But uh, you know that, that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, I'm I'm a little disappointed, but like I said, I've seen worse, bro. I mean, it was kind of all over the place. I think the 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 way shit was booked was all over the place. Like, I felt like the Elias Riker match should have been sort of maybe a bit later on in the card. Maybe, maybe in hour number three, just to wake up the crowd a little. Yeah, the Philly there. But they, they got they got the crowd back into it, though, surprisingly. Right. And to be fair, I felt like the fans didn't really know who Cross was, dude, because he really didn't get much of a reaction, in my, in my opinion. Well, it's because they didn't build him up at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right, man. Absolutely. I guess Imagine you're right. Imagine if you, uh, you weren't going to. If you're not going to build him up, you have his full entrance, you know, make, yeah. make it feel special. Like, well, who the hell is this guy with this awesome smoke and, you know, this hot girl with me? And right. What I want to know is, special. Right. And I want to know whose idea was to have, to not have his woman there with him, dude. I don't know, man. Amazing, man. Vince, get your shit together, mate. All right. God damn it, pal. <laughs> anyway. I Me, mean, I guess because uh, Shotzi, Tegan, uh, Tony Storm all got brought up. Maybe they just didn't want to bring up a fourth girl. I'm probably missing somebody too. Aaliyah's got called up. Oh, yeah. I, girl from NXT. I think Aaliyah sucks. Yeah, I'm not a fan of her. She's too girly girl. You know what I'm saying? She's tiny. You know, yeah, she's, she's sloppy in the ring. Right. She'll probably join Shanky and fucking Jinda anyway. You watch. Uh, which show did she... She's going to Raw, right? She got traded from Mandy? I think so, bro. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's she's Indian from Canada too, bro. Like Jinda. So, don't put a pass in by putting her with them. I'm telling you, bro. 
Well, she gets traded, and then they don't even put her on the show or reference her or put like, a video <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, so nothing. <laughs> no. Uh, that's good shit, man. Maddie's been on NXT twice already, and they don't even put Right. She was hardly on NXT anyway, bro. And she's been here for years. They're only holding on to her because of India. I'm telling you, bro. She's pretty. She's attractive. Yeah, so. that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, I'll buy that for 50 cents. <laughs> I'm She'll just get a dollar, I bet you. Eventually. <laughs> Has she even got him a dollar yet, Kev? Nah, nah, not yet. Yeah, well, they're not, you know. Jesse Camilla, Jesse Camilla got that one. <laughs> but not Aaliyah, though, bro. Nah, Jesse Sarder. <laughs> oh, man, that's why I said I'd buy her for 50 cents. <laughs> but he's saying yeah. that. I think Aaliyah's that... been there for years, too. Like, she's been yeah, on she TV has. That's what I'm saying, bro. Why have they kept her, man? I don't know if she's sucking fucking someone's, uh, you know, drip that's stick. Sec- that's sexist, buddy. That's, oh, oh, oh sorry. About, my bad. My bad, pal. You're saying that about Austin Theory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Why would they keep her? How did she get through the cracks? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She was showing a little bit of charisma with uh, Robert Stonebrand. Charisma. That didn't knock anything. A little bit. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. And even the the Rob Stone brand bullshit. Robbie fucking E should be Robbie E, man. Like you know, fist pumping and all, bro. Nah, I like the Rob. Like the Robert Stone brand could have been good if they actually made him like a uh, fake Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. That would absolutely be funny, but like a full mark, bro. Yeah, it would have been awesome. When he was like, <sighs> when he was feuding with Shotzi, and Shotzi was like running over with the, the tank and stuff, it was kind of funny. Oh, he said some ups, but he loses every time, so it doesn't matter. <sighs> yeah, he does. All it's true. Lose. Absolutely, bro. It's true, man. But uh, before we go, um, I just wanted to touch on one more time about the CM Punk, Daniel Bryan fucking rumors. I, like I said before, man, uh, I, I, I'm hearing WWE putting in a big offer to get CM Punk back, even if it just means to fucking hold him. So AEW don't get him. Don't put it past them if they do that, bro. Like I said, like on the uh, the other review, like um, the only way I could see him coming to WWE is if they gave him a Brock Lesnar type contract, full creative control, limited dates, big same money. If he wanted to put sponsorships on his tights, he can. That's like one of the big. Re- he wanted that originally. He pitched yeah, that to. Yeah, uh, he, he was just fucking. Yeah. It was sour milk, bro. Like you know. Yeah, and they said we don't do that. And Brock debuted like two, three months later, and he had the pop, the Jimmy Johns on his shorts and stuff. It totally lied to Punk's face. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Punk ain't fucking no Brock Lesnar. Let's, let's be fucking no, truthful no, here. No, no. Right. He thinks he is. Yeah, he's that. <laughs> No, 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 you're not Phil, all right, Mr. Phil Brooks. I would, uh, six months of training, I would consider, like, fighting Punk and MMA. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I would fucking, con- bro, I would consider fighting Punk right now, bro. I'd kick his ass, right? But, but Lesnar, I'd run the other way, straight away, bro. I'll yeah, be I could, they would take my whole lifetime, but not, I still wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. So, Brock, if you're listening to us, nah, bro. We don't want no trouble, all right? But you, Phil... I can hand, I can but, uh, fucking make you my bitch. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, though, I can't wait to see the American Dragon Brian Danielson on American television. As long it's as the they give countdown. Oh man, they have to give him the final countdown. So TK, if you're listening to us, you've bought all these fucking songs for your Orange Cassidy's, for your Jungle Boys, 
your wild things in John Moxley. So don't be a tight ass, man. Pull out the fucking wallet and go and get the final countdown by Europe, all right? For fucking, hey, for bro. Brian Danielson. Because it has to be, man. I could picture all the crowd, everyone going, yes, yes. And just hearing that. Just forget it, bro. The whole Jimmy, place will go banana. What's that? WWE doesn't get much credit, but I, so I want to ask you, like, what guys do you think from AEW would be booked better in WWE right now if they're on the WWE roster, if anybody? Good question. That's a tough question, man. But if there was anybody that would probably get booked better right now, mm-hmm. uh, I bet you Miro would probably get booked better right now. Possibly fucking Vance Archer. Remember that name? Vance, not Lance. (laughs) And we saw how fucking booked he got where they told him to cut his head. He looked like a fucking idiot. uh, Sorry? You're going to love his match this week. I know. I've heard. I've heard. (laughs) I've absolutely heard. But yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I mean, maybe. No, probably not. Probably no one, bro. Nah. What Who about Brian think? Cage? What about Brian Cage? Nah. He's too much of, he's too short and he's too much of a dope. And he lost to a female. No chance. How about Wardlow? Poor man's fucking Brock Lesnar, unfortunately, man, and I'm a fan of Wardlow's. Damn. I think Wardlow would be better in WWE. I think Lance Archer would have been booked better in WWE too. Who Vance, two, Vance Archer? <laughs> yeah, Vance Archer. <laughs> Remember he was a team with uh, Trent Beretta in WWE, I believe? Yeah, he was. He, that's right. They were best like the friends before best friends. Something? Yeah, the yeah. friend crashes. <laughs> the gate crashers or something? The Whatever Trumps, crashes. The dude busters. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. remember fucking Harris being part of WWE? Anyway, we're going back a fucking fair bit. But honestly, bro, uh, it's a tough question. I don't know. Like I said, possibly Lance Archer. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not even going to put the ex WWE guys in there. Uh, what about Kenny? What do you think of Kenny? Oh, he's booked fine right now. He just needs no, no, maybe no. more main event. No, but I'm saying oh, if he was in WWE, do you think he'd be booked well? Yeah, he could be booked just like AJ. You think? I think. Yeah. So you think they would have given him a title run initially? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they would have offered him that too, bro. I, I Hangman agree. Page uh, would have been NXT champ. Oh, have, like, definitely. Hangman NXT. Page, you'd think. The only problem is if they, if he could change his name, if they change his name to Cowboy fucking Adam fucking Sage. Yeah, then he wouldn't. He would lose his like, drinking part of the gimmick too, so he wouldn't be as cool. Yeah, he wouldn't be Stone Cold in WWE, that's for sure, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It won't be cowboy shit. It'll be hangman shit after that. Those you wish they could just make trades, you know, like they weren't using the guy. Like, and it, you could trade like Lance Archer for like uh, Bronson Reed right now or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but was it you that mentioned about someone was talking? Uh, it could have been my other co host, but uh, about Bronson Reed joining the Samoans. Apparently, that's what's actually going to happen, dude. Well, I saw him on Twitter ask Roman Reigns to join the. Uh, the bloodline that's what i'm saying and 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 you know what it seems to be the thing why because he's samoan i guess <laughs> that's why it's happening so does that mean samoa joe might join too from nxt nah. <laughs> no i know he won't join that was but, such a missed opportunity 
I can't believe he got fired. Thank God Triple H fucking done a U-turn or like and got him back. Yeah, imagine him on AEW two right now. Damn. Oh shit. That's what I mean. Vince has gone bananas, bro. Has he lost his mind or what? Possibly he probably has. Yep. You can pay I guess like um you can pay new guys like less money. Right. I think I think he's so so fucking cheap. Yeah, no, you're right, dude. It's fucking it's unbelievable, man. For... Oh well, it is what it somebody is. Somebody on uh, somebody on Wrestle Talk, might have been Ollie, said it the best too. Like, once you think of WWE as a entertainment company that just has wrestling related content, you don't get as mad. But somebody on Wrestle Talk, it was either Luke or Ollie. Yeah, it's, like, it's so right. true, but it's like so sad. <laughs> it's true. I've heard other people even say the same thing, man. Like, you know, just in general, like if you don't, you know. Just treat it for what it is and you'll enjoy it more. You know what I'm saying? But you can't. Like, I can't anyway. Yeah, no, we grew up on it. It's like history to us. That's what I'm know? saying, right. And I get it. That would be angry. Sorry? At least we don't get as upset as Cornette about it. We're not like going to have a heart attack in four years because Kenny oh. Omega. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah, but, you know, that's just become a running gag for him now, man. He knows it sort of gets downloads. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if he hates him as much as we think he does. You know, fucking Kenny Olivier, which always pops me. Fucking I think he hates Kenny Olivier and uh, the Young Bucks as much as he says he does, but the other guys, I think he exaggerates a little bit about. Yeah, but he gives Kenny his props too, bro, when he has to. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, no, he does. He does. He does. Like, if you pay notice to some shit, he actually does, bro. But, I'll say, like, I don't want to murder him this week. <laughs> That's his giving props to Kenny. <laughs> oh, man. No, like, you'll say at least, you know, Kenny Olivier or, you know, Kenny McFingerbang, whatever the fuck he calls him, um, you know, looks like an athlete, for example, compared to others and, you know, shit like that. Like, we give him, like, little backhanded fucking compliments. Yeah, like, if you call me Fingerbang, it doesn't matter what compliment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Olivier McFingerbang. Or was it Twinkle yeah, Toes McFinger Bang? Right, That's right. what it was. Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. Yeah. Oh, man. He's a classic, man. I mean, fucking, I love Corny, bro. I'm a Russo guy, too. I do, but, too. But I love Cornette as well, bro. Yeah, I wish uh, they would take some of his advice, you know? Absolutely. Any advice that doesn't involve, like, uh, the, the elite is pretty good advice, usually. Right, but uh, it is what it is, man. I mean, Corny's a fucking... Is an asset, I think, to any company, in my opinion, bro. But he's done, though. Yeah, I think it's just like, if I was an investor, I'd be like, how the fuck do you have not had this guy like as a consultant? He's that smart. He's too much trouble, bro. The... Well, that's why I just behind the scenes consultant. He doesn't have to be in the office. Call him up. Like, what do you think of this? Give me some tips on this, you know? AEW, maybe, right? But... Yeah, both companies, yeah. But when it comes to WWE, no way they would fucking bring a wrestling guy in fucking creative what? anymore. <laughs> he burned his bridges with AEW. WWE is his only shot. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's Tony kind of Tom still on good consoling, like Right. Well, he's kind of on good terms still with WWE anyway. Yeah, not bad terms. He'll be in the Hall of Fame eventually. Oh, yeah, eventually. I don't know if he's in that much of a good term, but he deserves it. Yeah, he was on that table for three a couple years back. Yeah, that was cool. The one him and Bischoff, where he realized he liked Bischoff suddenly. Yeah. But before that, his perception now was that he had his guts. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, well, that's corny for you, man. But in saying that, man, Kev, I think we covered everything tonight, bro. Yeah, brother. Well, hopefully wrestling uh, keeps up the uh, quality of SmackDown and Money in the Bank. Let's hope so. I think SmackDown's going to be fucking good, man. I've got a good feeling about it, bro. Definitely, I got some good feuds. Absolutely. Hopefully, Raw like improves a little bit, a little hopefully, bit more. Hopefully, man. Fingers crossed, because I'm excited to be watching wrestling again, bro, with the fans. You know, it's, it makes things a lot more easier to watch, no doubt about it. Definitely, definitely. Well, in saying that, just like I said earlier, please like and subscribe to the rationalrangernetwork.podbean.com for all our shows, including mine and Kev's. And, you know, like the Hammerlock Hangover, Garden of Doom, Rational Rage, Castle and Cheeky's podcast adventures, and many more, including the, PC, the PWC shows and everything man so please like and subscribe to the rational rage network.podbean.com also please follow us at pwc wherever social media platform you choose and like and subscribe there kev do you have any closing comments uh feel free to follow me on social media at Panetta sexy time and for the virgins out there once again don't forget <laughs> to buy your lily dolls on www.shop.com <laughs> that's it what he said man in saying that I'm I'm Jimmy T he's Kevin Panetta you've been listening to the PWC Monday Night Raw Recap Show right here on the Rational Rage Network peace dollar dollar bill y'all <laughs> dollar dollar bill y'all What's up? I think we ought to check it for a second straight record for them fools disrespect. Disrespect what? The flow. The flow. And being the trip low, I just can't take it no more. So, so let me televise my shit. The underground MTV, the box, BT and steel hits. 24 7, he's siding it. G riding, we sliding. Bomb to the fullest, fuck hiding it. You know what's up with me, the dollar bill and my steel. I play for keeps, that's on the way. I get the glass in the yak and take a step back and try to figure out this nigga Wadiac, the maniac. When it comes to a track, it's like this, or should I say it's like that? Huh. I got the neck to make the beat smack. From my 9mm microphone Mac. 10, 9, 8, wait, B, E, A, C, H. City is the place to be with my brother Trip Hope and the Jeep phone family. Straight up, it's finna hit the fan, serious like that, cause some ain't gon' understand, anticipation got them all on the sack, all my time that I gotta spend up at track, money got me motivated, word up, to my mom's nine folks set it up, so now it's time for the bomb to get dropped, non-stop on my way to the T.O.P. serving conversation, as if it was some cab, you can tell I was a hustler from the start, which means the low and me can never ever see a mark, cause sippin' ass niggas where the pumps to get fed, bitches steady tanking while they puffin' up your head, since I'm the low, they come and Show, we just chillin', peepin' out my whole click on whip, make a killin'. You know me, I'm the one that I always make them pay, but for now I'ma slide and listen to the women as they say.
young trip. That's what they told me. I gotta thank God for all my true homies. You molded me into a true G. That's how I put it down. With tripnology and this ecology from G to G. Helps a nigga like me see clearly. I'm telling you the truth with proof. It's like a pimp trying to pimp some hoes with no clue. Stoop down. And listen to the lookalike dynamite trump tight twins from the PAC. Poly apartments for them niggas that ain't from the LBC. Twins got the summer go round and I've been dealing with some things like every human being and really didn't sleep much last night. I'm sorry. That's fine. I just think I need a little me time. I just think I need a little free time. A little break from the shows and the bus rides. Yeah. Last year I had a breakdown. Thoughts telling me I'm lost, getting too loud. Had to see a therapist and I found out something funny's going on up in my house. Yeah, started thinking maybe I should move out. You know, pack my car, take a new route. Clean up my yard, get the noose out. Hang up my heart, let it air out. What does that mean, Nate? I've been learning. Grabbing my keepsakes, leaving my burdens. Well, I brought a few with me. I'm not perfect. Looking at the view like this concerns me. Picking up the cues, right? I'm quite nervous. Hating when I lose sight. Life gets blurry and things might hurt me. It's probably gonna be a long journey, but hey, it's worth it though. Cold world out there, kids. Grab your coats. Been a minute, I know. Now I'm back to Rome. Looking for the antidote to crack the code. Pretty vivid, I admit it. I'm in classic mode. The only pity given to me, but I can't condone. Talking down to me, I'ma have to crack your nose for cracking jokes. I'm looking for the map the hope you see that they're making a whole lot of changes wrote a song about that you should play it i get scared when i walk on these stages i look at the crowd and see so many faces yeah that's when i start to get anxious that's when my thoughts can be dangerous that's when i put on my makeup and drown in self-hatred forget what i'm saying and where the beat go oh ain't that something drums came in you ain't see that coming hands on my head can't tell me nothing got a taste of the fame it'll pump my stomach throw it back up like i don't want it wipe my face Clean up my vomit OCD trying to push my buttons I said don't touch it Now y'all done it I can be critical, never typical Intricate with every syllable I'm a criminal Intimate but never political Pretty visual Even if you hate it I make you feel like you're in it though You call me what you want But never call me forgettable Leave you deep in thought I can never swim in the kiddie pool Wait it, I've been thinking The cinematic is beautiful Man, I don't know if I'm making movies Or music videos Videos, videos Yeah, the sales can rise Doesn't mean much though When your health declines See, we've all got something That we trapped inside That we try to suffocate You know, hoping it dies Try to hold it underwater but it always survives and it comes up out of nowhere like an evil surprise and it hovers over you to tell you millions of lies you don't relate to that must not be as crazy as i'm the point i'm making is the mind is a powerful place and what you feed it can affect you in a powerful way it's pretty cool right yeah but it's not always safe just hang with me this will only take a moment okay just think about it for a second if you look at your face every day when you get up and think you'll never be great you'll never be great not because you're not but the hate will always find a way to cut you up and murder your faith i develop and take a look at the benefits nothing to matter with i can never be delicate my irrelevant that depends on you measure it take a measurement the it up and give me the evidence pretty evident dependable can never be tentative i'm a gentleman depending on if i think you're genuine pretty elegant but not afraid to tell you to get it grip proper etiquette i keep it to myself 
friends and invite your friends. See, bounce back on, yeah, strap them in. Look at me, everybody, I'm smiling big. On a road right now that I can't predict. Tell me, tone that down, but I can't resist. Y'all know that sound, better raise your fist. The search begins, I'm back, so enjoy the trip. Listening to the Rational Rage Network.